Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! It starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning, Albuquerque! It is Saturday, February 22nd, Van. Years flying by, homie. I'll tell you what, these last couple weeks, it just felt like a week. I spent a, I spent a week in the first quarter of 2020 this year. This place has flown. My goodness. Had a rough one at the office. We'll talk about that later. Oh, please tell me Good morning, about it. Morning, Connor. What have you done with Vital? You, you know, just uh, I'm working, I guess. I no, know. what does that I mean? Done anything with what it. is You paint houses? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't paint houses. Oh, okay. I'm no uh, Robert Din- Robert Deningo. Ooh, okay. It's not quite mm-hmm. quite correct. We got a banger of a program today. First thing we're going to do, though, let me let me give you the title of the show. Are you ready? Bring it. The title of the show. Yeah. Okay. ABQ Central. All right. Moving forward, though, we've made a move. Uh oh. Are you ready? Tell me. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central. So that's, very exciting. That's a good name. What a fun new little partnership we put on the program. You and I sat down with uh, Dave and Buster's multiple times. It's a, if you're not familiar, it's a uh, adult arcade here in town. I don't know if that's what you're supposed to call it. What are you supposed to call it? I don't know. Let's get the beautiful people Dave and Buster's on, and they we can will, tell you what to call it. We will actually do that. But it's I think gonna... an adult arcade has a different kind of... Oh, I right? see what you're doing there, yeah, man. Yeah. I see where you're trying to get to there. No, but it is, a, it is a sports bar of all sports bars, and if, and if you haven't messed around with Dave and Buster's yet, I would encourage you to do so, because I tell you what, I love it. They just put in this, like, this is no joke, this, like, 20-foot TV, like, mm. in, like, in the other side of the bar there. So you walk in, you got the left, and you can play the video games. got the right... They got this like, just like fun, hip, urban bar. Yeah, it's like it's it's very modern. If if IKEA were to design a bar that people complimented me on, it would be this. Mm. And then on the other side, this TV I swear to you is like twelve foot by like twenty foot. This is the biggest TV I've ever seen outside of like the Bellagio. Have you ever been to Texas Stadium? Uh, Jerry, yes. Jerry World. Yes, I saw WrestleMania 32 there. It's the second biggest TV you've seen then. Stone Cold Steve Austin came out, and the building burned to the ground, and everyone with enthusiasm rebuilt it instantly. Yeah, I saw the, I saw a preview for a WWE movie. This is breaking news, Connor. Yeah, hold on. What are you talking about? Hold on. I th- yeah, I, I was going to text you about it. I guess you must have lost my number when it came to the most important thing possible. <clears throat> See, I saw it. I saw the preview on Friday. It's called Fighting with the Family. Okay, so that's very old. Is it really? Yes. Oh, I just saw a preview for it on the Hulus. Well, it may be on the Hulu. Oh, uh, okay. Did it's, I tell like, it's like already in theaters and stuff. Already. I surrendered all of my streamings. Albuquerque, this is how relevant I am. How old is this movie? Uh, some old. It is, it is, it is some old. Okay. So Dave and Buster's is now presenting ABQ Center. We're going to do a lot of events over there. We're going to have a lot of fun with them. Uh, so get ready to hopefully hear us grace you with some trivia nights. We're going to play a little bit, do some stuff. More details to come on that. But moving forward, if I don't say it right, Connor, you got to correct me because I'm a man of routine. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central. Now, the neatest thing about whenever you partner with someone is is once you have a girlfriend, you you like find another girlfriend, right? Like you can't like once that's when all the girls come out naturally. Naturally, yeah, they test you. They test you. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we've been tested by ABQ Axe. So ABQ Axe. Good people. Who we've had on the program. The best people. If you haven't been, definitely go. So what it is, it's axe throwing, and it's, uh, well, it's, that's basically it. I mean, that's, that's the a, nutshell of it. It's called ABQ Axe. Yes, but they, uh, they got all these new games. They got all this new entertainment going on. They have that little trailer we talked about that goes on location. Um, but I tell you what, they had so much fun with us and received such positive feedback they were like, Fred, you know, we're introducing curling. You know, we got football bowling. Uh, Red Door is now going to do some beer stuff with them. Like, they got a lot going. They were like, they were like, Fred, can you put that on the program? I said, Well, you know, I just talked to Dave and Buster's. I don't and know. We got, you know, it's going to, you know, it's going to take a little bit of this. And they're like, Well, we're not. We, no, we want in. So, are you ready? Who doesn't want in? Dave and Buster's presents. Okay. ABQ Central. Okay. In the ABQ Act Studio. The ABQ so Axe. there you That's go. There you go. Too. I'll just sit. Yay. Anyway, so we're playing with some fun people in town. Uh, we're going to be out more. That's important to us. We made a resolution. Get out. More get out. to come as well. Yeah, we're going to. We got more friends. There's more friends. More friends. We're friendly people. Big announcement at the beginning of next month. Um, <laughs> stay tuned for that. So we're, we're excited about these guys and, and what we're going to do together. So uh, periodically, obviously, we'll mention what's going on with them. We'll talk about how excited we are to be a part of that. And if you uh, have not had the fortune of meeting us in person, We'll often be at these places. We're going to give you some chances to hang We're going to give you some chances. Yeah, boys. Um, we're real people. Yeah. No, we're not just voices on the radio. No spoilers, but um, we're excited about a couple other companies in town, too, because we're, we're, we're doing some things, and we're doing it for you. We're enjoying it. No, no leaks. No leaks. Don't leak anything. No. No leaks. Big weekend sports van. I tell you what. So much, so much beef this week. The whole week. A lot of meat. You're it's all right. Meaty, no, meaty week. You know what I'll do. Forget the NFL. I'm throwing it out. Okay. Forget we'll, NASCAR. We'll, they had probably the biggest sports story of the year. That, not even going to mention. We'll do a lot of that later. There was an opening round of some golf tournament yesterday, I'm certain. Not even going to bring that up. Not sure. Okay. Okay. Here's your, here's your soapbox. More Astros? Yes. Houston Astros. <laughs> More Astros stuff. Oh, make me cry again, Fred. I'm listening. No, 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 no. You, you, <laughs> make, you make me cry. You start this. They apologized. They apologized. I mean, did they, though? Yes. I mean, is that what an apology is? And then, you know what? Their apology, they spelled wrong. They spelled it ammunition because that's all I had after their apology. <laughs> we were out the other night having a drink at the local dreary where we ran into the Albuquerque Aardvarks. Yeah. Who we're going to have on the program today. The best dudes. That's going to be after the break. If you're not familiar with them, that's rugby footballs, soccers. I'm going to have to go with the clarification. Just rugby. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Is that real? Yeah, you don't have to clarify. I'll have to clarify. Yeah. But we're out the other night, and we're talking about the most interesting thing I've ever heard of, which is local rugby. And I'm like, I, I know nothing about it. I don't understand the sport. I don't. Who are the athletes that play it? None of you guys look the same. And here's the conversation that they're having. Well, the Houston Astros are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that's taking yeah. everything over. Yeah, they, they don't have any interest in talking about the thing that they're so passionate about that they play for it. Right. Because the Houston Astros have infected everything. It's not just a sports story anymore. It's a regular story. Except for um Elizabeth Warren going on the war path. 
pun intended. Oh gosh. Against Michael Bloomberg. That's a bad pun. This there, is the man. the biggest story in the world. Yeah. Do you watch that debate? A snippets. I couldn't handle the whole thing. It was straight fire. It was. It it's, was really good. Good it, stuff. Lincoln Douglas, take a seat. This is the greatest <laughs> debate in the history of the United States of the debating America. Well, I don't know. It's a strong silver. I think any debate with Donald Trump's going to be the best one because he's so wildly entertaining. He spent his entire life arguing. Uh-huh. If you put him and Mike Bloomberg against each other. It's going to be fun. Are there two people in the world I'm more disconnected from? You don't say. <laughs> is it your your middle class heritage? Your your Midwestern working man roots? Yes. You don't you don't really uh fit in with the billionaire class? I have to budget my car payment. Bernie's like, This is exactly who I'm talking about. He's talking about me. No, not you. No. Oh. The top one tenth of one percent. You know how many billionaires there are in the world? No. There's like at or near 600. No, there's like 600 in this country. Do you know there's 600 billionaires in this country? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing that is a thing. It seems like a bunch. It seems like almost all of them. Yeah. But it's 600. That's how many people I graduated high school with. Can you imagine if that many people are just making all the decisions? Because I just now in my mid-30s have realized that is what it is. I was not smart until now. 2,604 in the whole world, 600 in the United States. What's that name of that country that's always left off maps that's outside of Australia? Never heard of it. Well, you know what I'm talking about. So there's like <laughs> Australia, and there's like a little... What's, what's, I don't know what you're talking Like Hawaii? That's so far away. They have politics there, I think. Not, not a clue. They filmed Lord of the Rings there. Oh! Uh, something. Um, I'm kidding. It's New Zealand. Okay, right? New Zealand. We're gonna. Is that a Kiwi? Is that what a person from New Zealand is? Yes. Called? We're gonna have a Kiwi on with this rugby thing. In a yeah, little bit. we will. My friend Paul. I'm gonna ask him about politics over there. I'm gonna see if this is the craziest thing you ever heard of. Paul and Joel. Joel's gonna come in too. Yep. So Paul and Joel are gonna come in, and they're gonna tell you about rugby in Albuquerque. Because you know nothing about it. I literally know nothing. You desperately need some help. And then in an effort to keep my life exciting, I chose to learn nothing about it from the time that we connected with the Albuquerque Aardvarks to the time that I'm going to ask questions. Sure. It was what, that's your MO for a lot of things in life, Fred. I approach it with naivete, yes, which is a fancy word for ignorance. Sure. Connor. What? What's you, up, boss? Okay. You ever play rugby? No, but my brother did, and I was friends with the captain at the over at the UNM rugby team. Fred, look at those glasses. You know he doesn't yeah, play rugby. You ever play sports? Those are not stuff. rugby glasses. <laughs> I'll have you know, these are new frames. Ooh. Even though, like, Somebody got their tax return. Nice. <laughs> not that new, but. Well, a little more your alley might be the 8 o'clock hour, because joining us for the second time, <gasps> not our first repeat guest. Oh, my goodness. Robbie Rodriguez, and he's bringing a friend. And we're going to talk about the ballet van, Alice in Wonderland, the 29th. Well, we need to talk more about booking because I almost double booked somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you got to communicate with your boy. A little inside baseball for the listener. The show is basically held together with spider webs and good intentions. Yep. That's how we do this thing all week long. But we're so good at it, though. Yes. Yeah. As everyone tells us so frequently. Yep. But I've seen the numbers. I know you're not all listening. It doesn't make sense. I've 
I had to go to the doctor last week, Fred. Oh, you don't say there. I got back problems. Ah, from you don't want getting get patted on so the back the so morning, much. Right? Oh, Vital's so. in the Vital's right in. Hey, welcome back, Mike. Welcome to the program, Mike. What was it? So you don't want to get a headache. Uh, people don't want to get a headache getting up right away in here, and you, you know they got to settle into their morning. Okay, old man oh. slow is here. Okay, I run a health club. You know what? I'm like the guy at the top. I'm like when you walk into the health club, and you're like, "Let me speak to the manager." That's me. Yes. Okay. You're looking down on people by height and position. Hmm. Hmm. Demeanor as well. <laughs> so, people say, "Hey, can you uh, turn the TV on there? I want to watch the. Uh, I want to watch the Stephen A. Smith. I want to make. I'm going to get my hot takes for the day when I go to the office." If I'm asked to turn on a TV show one more time, where somebody's yelling at me right. through the television. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I'm going to block all those channels. That's literally what you're doing right now, though. I'm... <laughs> this is Seek Media. You're your own worst nightmare. Uh-oh. I become a thing that I hated. Michael Jackson had a song about that. I've given up on Michael Jackson. He's on my uh, list with T.I. The Man in the Mirror. Never heard of that. Is that new? Yeah, it's, no, it's, a, it's a very, very old. What do you think? He's Michael Jackson's dropping posthumous albums like Tupac. Oh, a little Mac Miller. You're talking a little Mac <laughs> a Miller? A little Mac Miller. That's a really good album, by the way. Connor, if we can, we need to go to break. My friend Joel is here. We're going to grab him. When we get back, we're going to talk Albuquerque Aardvarks. You listen, to, you listen to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central from the ABQ Act Studio. I'll be right back. We're back on the program. I'm going to introduce something new to you, man. Please do. I'm going to try one more time, though. Okay. You listen to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central from the ABQ Act Studio. Oh, mm, sounds good. I like it. We're going to have to write that down because I'm going to so deeply ingrained to not saying that yet. I've changed. I've changed my ways. I got it. I will never screw it up. I'm proud of you. Spell aardvark. A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. Aardvark. That's actually spot on. That's yeah, that's as good as it could have been. We are joined now by the Albuquerque Aardvarks. Um, live in studio with us, Paul and Joel. Or is it Joel and Paul? Is it, is it I don't know, is it transversible? Uh, you guys dress the same. I assume you're, you're like a duo. Well, so, it's, it's always Joel and Paul, but we take turns being the other person, actually. Smart, yeah. super smart. So that's Joel. So, Joel, welcome to the program. Thank you. All right, or or I guess Paul. Oh, God, this is, all right, I got it close. And then, Paul, you're also with us. Now, everyone, before Paul introduces himself, just just rest yourself into the driver's seat of the car. Just melt back, and you're about to be graced with what is possibly the best regional accent in the entire planet. Paul, welcome to the show. Good morning. Oh, God. That's good. That's so good. good. Start already. I don't even need coffee after that. It's a whole thing. So Joel and Paul are joining us. Um, they play for the Albuquerque Aardvarks. I assume uh, do more than just play. I assume it's like a multifaceted role. And before we get into exactly what that is, welcome, guys. How did you get into this? What is this world? I don't know anything about it. Paul, why do you love rugby? It's um, that's a good question. Uh, it's the camaraderie. It's the physicality. 
it's um it's basically a religion from where I'm back. Mm-hmm. Oh, cult stuff. Okay, no, totally get it. <laughs> that's a, that's a cult, it cult yeah. personality for sure. It's, if, <laughs> look in my eyes. This is the first cult we've had on the show, Fred. Is that a fact? Yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest. We're out at the gym the other day. This is a real story, Paul. We're out at the gym the other day. And sitting there on the book rack at the gym is L. Ron Hubbard's like, <laughs> like introduction yeah. to, to uh, afterlife uh, what am I trying to say? Dianetics. Dianetics. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it, it out. It's basically what my pulse here. <laughs> it's part of the accent where he just lures you in. Entrancing. And, yeah, yeah. And luckily the listeners can't see his eyes right now because they would definitely be part of the cult. No, yeah, I, same. I'm already there. He's, he's, uh, he's the man I want to be when I grow up. He looks stronger than my dad. So, Paul, you moved to Albuquerque to play rugby. How exciting. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's one take on it. Um, but yeah, so uh, originally from New Zealand, uh, where rugby, like I said, is like a religion. It's you know, my mum could tell you more about the game than anybody in this country. Um, yeah, you you start when you're five, and you play when you're sixty-five. Still, um, it's yeah, it's in our bones. And uh, and coming here, uh, one of the first things I ever did was Google Albuquerque rugby, <laughs> and Aardvarks pop up, and instantly I've got you know twenty five guys to go have a beer with and run around the field with. Joel, when the Albuquerque Aardvarks pop up, their social media is a prominent. You know anything about this? Um, yeah. So, kind of the reason we're here is because we actually are. Albuquerque's best kept secret. Yeah. Uh, as of this morning, in the last four weeks, we've reached about two hundred and twenty thousand people via Facebook from your white hot fire memes with our white hot fire memes. <laughs> yes. yes. And everyone's like, "Oh, you, you make memes," and like uh, the rugby culture loves it. And it's actually really easy with this club because we have such uh, awesome guys and buffoons, which are the same thing that just kind of gives me all this material. Like the other day, I. I was telling about how I brought a girl to one of our rugby parties. Do you want to say No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, her name is. uh, And it was a first date, and I don't know why I chose the first date, but I guess get it out of the way. And I never saw her again after she went to a rugby party. Because you're efficient. You do the first date, last date at the same time. (laughs) Right. And so my teammate goes, he he, might have had a few beers in him, and he goes, uh, she can't handle us at our worst, and she doesn't deserve us at our worst (laughs) Uh, Uh which is completely true of rugby more than any other sport where it's like at our worst is actually like where you want to be van and i ran into you guys where are we at uh sister bar not friend of the show but maybe one day who knows so we were out and and there was i don't know half dozen of you guys and it was just as if you were immersed in like a wwe like promo (laughs) where just these six guys would nonstop just roasting on each other just cutting cutting promos Nonstop, because no one was good enough, no one was big enough, no one was fast enough, no one was hard, strong enough. Hard enough. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. There was there was some top shelf BDE, <laughs> and some dudes having a good time. Let yes. me Google what BDE. Wait, no, wait, no, no please don't. Oh, okay. Google yeah. images for oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> so, so you, so Paul and uh, Joel, you guys came together in a, in a way to where you were like, cool. We we got rugby, we got it here. We're telling people about it. But give them the actual details, like where is it at? What's going on with it? How do how do people support? How do people come out? How how can people be as entertained as we were, and we didn't even watch you play a game? 
Well, um, the easiest, quickest way is to go to the Facebook. Um, you can message us on there. Um, also, you can go to our website. You can email us. I believe it's abqardvarkrugby at gmail.com. Um, and, but, yeah, like the best, most efficient way is through the Facebook because, like I said, we're just on that constantly, just answering messages and burning people and you know trolling people and uh, so on and so forth. But that's probably the best way. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, we were also uh, heading down to El Paso right, yeah. this morning. What? Yeah. We have a rugby match. Well, you, they're, they're, they're leaving from here. You got to meet Greg Robinson? Is that why you're going down there? You got to meet you gotta meet old Greg Robinson? Oh, uh, yeah. You guys didn't read the news on that one. Don't. I don't know that. Uh, just former NFL left tackle Greg Robinson arrested with 127 pounds of no. marijuana. Oh, no, 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 no. 157. 157 pounds of marijuana. A Conor McGregor's worth of marijuana. Wow. That's... <laughs> They said, yeah, we're going to give you 20 years, Doc. That's too much. So you're going down to El Paso to play the El Paso Losers. Uh, Scorpions. Okay, similar. Yeah. And uh, uh, You better be careful. They can't take a joke. They're very, oh. they're very like, if you joke, they get real offended real fast, real quick. So if they're listening right now, you might want to be careful. I will leave the they're program. Sensitive. I will get in the team bus. <laughs> I will travel down to El Paso. Yes. I will meet that there's no goalie in rugby. What is like, what's like the prime position? Uh, there's, there's several, but. You could be water boy. Or... Yeah, yeah. We need good water boys that can run out there. You know? I, well, then I will meet the Scorpions water boy's wife. She will fall fantastically <laughs> in love with me. I'll sweep her off her feet. Five or six of the best months of her entire life. Then break her heart. Oh. That'll teach them. I like that. That happens more than you might think. A lot of water boys. <laughs> that whole scenario. So you, how long has it been an entity, though? Is there is there a rivalry in town? Like, what is the energy behind the aardvarks? What is the thing that, that makes it this rugby club a rugby lifestyle? So, yeah, the aardvarks started back in the 70s. Uh, a few old-timers back then uh, joined up, I believe, with the university. That was a mixture of men and, and university students. And, uh, yeah, they just started growing from there. I don't have the exact details, but they just, you know, once you're an entity and you you can find another team to play and you just build from that, mm -hmm. you tournaments. So it was just like beating up on the same two teams every week? Or you get, when, did, when did it expand, like travel? When did First people start coming here? First you beat up on here? each other. Yeah. First you beat up on each other and then go and have a... a Are we talking about rugby? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you have an adult beverage afterwards. Then you branch out and go to the colleges and other cities. And I think El Paso's been around since... Uh, like late 70s, early 80s, maybe. And then uh, Santa Fe's been around about mid-70s, so they're probably like the first matchup, I, I believe. And then, uh, but yeah, so um, what was your other question? I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> yes. You, you, like my mother at home, not listening to the show. The uh, So when does it, after it expands out, when do people start coming to you? When do people reach out and they're like, oh, the Aardvarks, uh, well, we're, I mean, we're oh. passing through New Mexico. Let's, let's stop in. Let's play. Let's do that thing. Well, I kind of... One of the ways, like, obviously it was in other cities, but it seems like a lot of guys from here in the 70s went other places to start rugby teams. So, like, the Oklahoma uh, rugby team, for example, was started by an aardvark, the Oklahoma college team. So uh, so there's a lot of – it's kind of just like the cult thing like you're talking about, you mm -hmm. know. So uh, I think that's the best answer I could give on that. So yeah. so then a season is what? It's It's how many games or it's not seasons, it's just all friendlies? Or, like, how does that dynamic work? Yeah, so we have um, what we call a union, uh, which covers the Rio Grande area. So that's El Paso, Santa Fe, another local team here called the Brujos. 
so unfortunately, that's only four. Boo. <laughs> what is what are they? The brew hose. Brew hose. Yeah. What, is, what is that? Aardvarks and the brew hose got like a Biggie Tupac thing going on for decades. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a wizard. more like a. Eminem, MGK. Oh, there you go. Because uh-huh. one of them always us, comes out on top. Us being the Eminem. Yeah, but if they do win, <laughs> they'll hear about it for about 10 years. Right. So it's got, you got to have a worthy competitor for it to be a <laughs> rivalry. Is that what you're saying? They're a little better than they used to be. So it's actually really nice to have some competition. Good. So. So, but there's not like a draft, right? You just, you just go start playing for one. Uh, yeah. And we, we, we the, have the draft is people come to us to have fun and then they pay to have their players join their team. Okay. Not them talking crap or anything. I need I need one of these hoodies you guys have. We're up against a break, so we're gonna grab a break. You guys are gonna stick around for like fifteen more minutes, though. Yes, sir. Cool. So we're gonna talk a little bit more rugby. We're gonna talk some sports. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. Obviously, Facebook.com slash ABQ Rugby, or you can just Google Albuquerque Isotopes or, or excuse me, Aardvarks, and then that's gonna come for you. You're gonna find them and all the contact information. Welcome back to the program. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central from the ABQX studio. We're joined by my friends Joel and Paul. They play for the Albuquerque Aardvarks. Fred, I got something for you. Okay. One of my favorite quotes, favorite sayings from any sport comes from rugby. And I know you guys know what I'm about to say. Rugby is a hooligan sport played by gentlemen. Soccer is a gentleman's sport played by hooligans. Ooh. How true is that, fellas? <laughs> Take this one, Paul. I can't speak for hooliganry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've. it is a hooligan sport for sure. Uh, on the field, it's, it's brutal. It's physical. Uh, but then, yeah, off the, sport, off the field, we're all gentlemen together, you know, uh, shaking hands, going and, and grabbing a adult beverage with the other team shaking you know not to put anyone on the spot but at practice i was on the ground because i got tackled failing yes so failing (laughs) i placed the ball back and paul's right there and he decides to rake me oh if you don't know what rugby means no or raking is when the person's on the ground you take your cleat and you scrape their back good friend (laughs) yeah which is now actually illegal in rugby, but when Paul started, it was completely... Not training. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I, I must have done something to irritate him to uh, deserve that, but I just that's an example of the hooligan uh, side coming out a little bit. But we laughed about it. That was the best part. There you go. Paul, from the texter, have you heard of the new uh, All Blacks? Have you heard of the All Blacks? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> new Zealand All Blacks, have you heard of that? Just a little. Oh, yeah. it's, well, it's, it's 2020, Paul. <laughs> it's just... the most prominent right. rugby club in the whole universe. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just it... saying, in 2020, why can't they just be the alls? I don't know why we have to. <laughs> Apparently, it was a misprint. Oh, okay. like 100 years ago. The All Blacks. I don't know what that is. It looks. Uh, I Googled it quickly because I wasn't familiar. Uh, it just looks like a lot of organized dance. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I might have to leave. Yeah. That's, 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 that's called, called a, a haka. There you go. A what? A haka. Now, you could say it one more time. I still want to know what it is. Well, a haka. Tell them what a haka is. You've explained it better. Yeah, better. so a haka is a, uh, it's a war challenge, uh, traditional in New Zealand. And so our national team uh, performs the haka 
uh, before every match to lay down the challenge to the other team. It's a sign of respect, but also we're going to kick your butt. By dancing in front of you? By challenging. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had not seen it. I, this is how ignorant I am to the world of rugby. But yeah, check him out. Uh, it's one of the most winning, winningest, is that a word? It's a word. Yeah. Uh, uh, teams over the last hundred years. Yeah, because they grow up playing it. And speaking of growing up playing it, there's like a youth movement for rugby here in Albuquerque. Absolutely, yeah. Shout out to uh, the AYRU, Albuquerque Youth Rugby Union, um, and NMY, NMYU? Yes. Oh. The other one? <laughs> the other one. NMYR. It's all, yeah, NMY. It's, New Mexico. It's all, they're all mixed together. It's, it, but um, yeah, it's, it's a sport for everybody. So youth, high school, uh Google it as well. Um, and you can play it when you become an adult. Well, and I think that's a really good one, too. So thanks for bringing that up, Joel. So, like, as you tr- – I didn't grow up playing rugby. I grew up playing, like, traditional sports, if that's a fair assessment of rugby. A lot of pads. It, yeah, right? A lot of yeah. bubble wrap. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a helmet that was too heavy for my neck at the time because I was a youth – I was a child. <laughs> so, like, so, like, we have a listener right now. There's, I promise you there's a listener in our car right now that's like, you know what? I give rugby a shot. I like the boys. I like drinking beers. I like playing ball. I like getting out. I can travel from the family on the weekends. How does the, how do these individuals reach out to you guys? How do the guys that want to introduce their kids to the sport, how do they reach out? Yeah, so that was me, actually. Uh, I was asked a while back ago, like, oh, you should play rugby. You know, you look like you can maybe uh, play. And I was like, all right. And, that, and, that, and I actually didn't take them up on that. And then, like, when I moved to Albuquerque, I was like, you know, I need, like, a sport. Like, I actually got sick of working out. I was just, I'm, like, sick of just working out and going to the gym. For you know me. that feeling, man? You ever been there? <laughs> uh, every day. Oh, okay. Every day yeah, I, just, I was sick of just going to the gym. And, and so I was like, you know, I need to put, I need to apply this, you know, just. And, and so anyway, so I just found a rugby team and started playing. And, like, it changed my life. Like, it was, like, just such a, it's such a healthy thing just to be part of the community. And, like, there's some, and there's actually people on our team that have actually uh, credited the team for helping their uh, mental mental wellness. Oh, well. cool! Yeah, and so like they're just kind of like in like a darker, lonely place. And this is this isn't like a specific person. No, you're talking about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but then they came to the team and they and they said, yeah, people have just noticed that I become like a better person, whatever. Because you know, you just get around a, a good group of people, you're gonna take the best from that usually. So, um, so yeah. So like for me, I've only been playing like for five years, and. I actually I actually had one opportunity to play an international friendly where I went I played on an indigenous rugby team. Oh, cool! Against an Aborigine team from Australia, they whooped us, but it wasn't about that, you know, because because we were just like weekend warriors and mm-hmm. they were actual rugby warriors. <laughs> Today's the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Oh, so there you go. There's always an underdog story. Always an underdog. So anyway, so that so that's kind of my story in that, and I think that's going to be the typical rugby enthusiasts here in Albuquerque will they kind of get into it and then they'll start getting their kids and children into it and mm-hmm. that's how rugby is going to grow and last I knew rugby is the fastest growing sport in America and uh Nate Edelman for the Patriots um uh, not Julian uh, Ebner Nate Ebner oh, okay yeah he uh, was, uh he actually played on the last Olympic rugby team yes I mean, yeah and so he's like the first NFL player to ever play in the Olympics while in the NFL and so there's a lot of opportunities to do like cross sports, and like the more sports you play, the better. You know. Oh, I agree. That diversity is important. So, so if you're listening on, on, in the car right now, you can contact the team via the social media. Yeah. We saw it's Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, just to look ABQ up ABQ Rugby. Google ABQ Rugby. You'll find us. You'll be right there. So the pressing question is, Connor. How's it going, boss? So if we put Connor on the field, oh. and you guys are sizing him up right now. What a specimen. <laughs> 
Is there a position that Connor could fill? Absolutely. It, yeah. Does it like yeah. everybody? Everybody in the studio. Can play be a bat- what? Every size, tall, not so tall. That's Connor. All right. Yeah, that part. I'm thinking yeah. he could wing. be a halfback or a wing. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would have to be a wing. Yeah. I need. I need to. I need to get tackled the least. Lock. Like no scrums. Yeah, you're. He's an eight or a lock. What? I don't. Does that mean? Is that the one where I lift the guy? You would. Could. Yeah. You'd be, in, you'd be in the scrum. So for those who don't know, a scrum is when like eight versus eight are pushing against each other, and you roll the ball in the middle. And whenever the ball comes out the back, that's when you can kind of pick it up and start play. Sure. And so you would be in that scrum. I'm six and a half foot tall. I'm 260 pounds. You'd make a great yeah. lock. Yeah, because I'm pudgy. Yeah, because <laughs> no one would move you. You just, we just, you're the immovable. Uh, Unless it's an Ed Sheeran song, I'm not going to get moved. That one missed. That one. No, it hit. Okay, it, thank you. No one wants to admit it, though. Yeah, no, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows. So if if we were to, if I were to convince Connor to come out for a practice, yeah, we could on video. We could put on our social media. Just put him out there. You do want to be totally. seen by a quarter of a million people? We'll get you on our social media. Totally, dude. Oh my gosh! When he didn't know we were going to do that, so that's a full on commitment. The way I see it. We, we should do Let's do some cross-promotion. Let's, let's go out for a practice, Fred. Let's go out for a practice. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put on a uh, Dave & Buster shirt. I'm going to go out there. You need yeah. a scrum cap, too. I need. I don't know what that is, but I want one now that I know it exists. We'll, we'll get you an sm- old, smelly one. What is, is that like for swimming? <laughs> it's They're more like, uh, like old-timey football helmets. Just a very thin... I'm rough. super familiar with what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah like a wrestling thing. Kind of, yeah. Kinda. Ish, it's just to protect ish, your ears. A hybrid. You know? okay. you look good in it. That's the reason we want you. That's important to me. Yeah. Let's get out there, man. No, we're going to get out there. So we're going to come hey, out. Can you tell Can you tell the boys like to take it easy on me? Like, I look fit, but I'm made out of porcelain and silly shrimp. I, I promise you, you'll... you'll, you'll... Of what you want to say to <laughs> I actually promise you the best way that you won't get hurt is just to go full out. The moment you hesitate right. and if someone else tries lands on you, you'll... Yeah. Sure. <laughs> So you guys are in El Paso today. Oh, yeah. We have a rugby match. So You have a rugby match. Yes, and we're, we're super excited is, about this. Is that streaming anywhere? Can people catch it? It actually will be streaming on uh, El Paso's uh, Facebook. Okay, but you'll link that through yours. Yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll, so you can follow ours or theirs. I'll give them a little love since they, I did organize the streaming sure. of it. And also, uh, USA Rugby, which kind of governs the Olympic rugby and so on and so forth, uh, USA Rugby has featured this match is one of the six matches. Oh. So we're on their website for USA Rugby. Oh, um, how fun. So it's been an exciting time for the team and rugby. So then, okay, so you guys are going to play tonight. You're going to be in El Paso. Find the link on your social media. Yeah. Check that out. But then... Vark Rugby. Albuquerque Yard Vark Rugby. When you get back, me and Van are going to practice with the team all week. We have no other commitments. No big deal. Okay. And then, <laughs> but when's the next home game? When can when can people come out and like... Ooh. Uh, when can they drink it in? March 7th, we're playing against the Denver Misfits in a friendly. And oh. they, they're actually pretty solid. So if they travel... Solid. It's gonna it's gonna be a hard match. Um, but that but if you're looking to play rugby, that's actually a really great opportunity to come out and get a few minutes because um, it's kind of it's like a test match or a friendly match, mm-hmm. and we might actually end up playing three halves, right? Um, just to actually get some more uh, some more some guys some get some experience since it doesn't count for our, our league. So when the uh, Denver bad guys come to town, Denver bad guys March seventh. March. At, where's that at? U.S. Bullhead Park. I don't know where that is. Where is that? Where up, by, up by the base. San, at the end of San Pedro, up by the base. Oh, I do know this. That's hey, like a really uh, nice part. You can drink beers there. I was about to say, you could, I was going to say adult beverages, but yes, you can You can get liquored up if you'd like. 
Well, I mean, that's all the that's that's a Saturday for your boy. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's day drinking on top of it. So that is exactly what I need. I yeah. need all of the entertainment that it sounds like I'm going to be provided on the seventh. Paul Joel, anything uh, lastly, or what, what's the end of a rugby match called? What is anything? We have our social like, yeah, afterward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's literally a whole day. You have a ball and boys. We literally, after we get done beating the crap out of each other, we're going to go out to, with both teams and have some beers and talk about it. This is my new gosh darn favorite hobby in the whole gosh darn world. Yeah, baby. So, so just hang out with us, and you'll get to do all that, and maybe you'll get to play. Uh, will Connor um, have to hang out with adults because he struggles with that? Uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, guys, look at him. Aww. He'll have like 25 <laughs> instant friends if he comes along. 30, 25, yeah. yeah come yeah. on. Oh, man, sounds we'll like We'll treat you better than these guys. It's, well, it's sweet. Yeah, easily. That's a low bar. <laughs> you know, you know, whenever somebody gets a puppy and they just won't ever even like set it down to let it walk. That's how I feel about Connor. I just want to hold him so close, just keep him safe. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Oh, you know, she, I'll scratch him. Yeah, you know, I'll scratch him, Connor. Little precious little guy over there. No, I won't put too much food in your bowl. Let me just ease that off there. Got a cutie, weirdo. He's blushing. <laughs> can I? Uh, can I do one last? Yes. Shout out? Uh, this is for youth rugby. So uh, there's a bunch of guys on our team. We uh, coach high schoolers, youth rugby, uh, for various uh, groups around the city. Uh, but if anybody's interested in youth rugby or high school rugby, uh, you can make a call to 505-309-0509. F- sorry, 0502. And I'll post that on our Facebook, too. And who are they asking for? Uh, it's multiple people. We'll pick okay. that up. Yeah. Oh, and, cool. then, and then they'll get directed. If you're in the west side of the city, you'll get directed to a west side team. Oh, smart. Okay, so so local, uh, maybe soon-to-be rugby enthusiasts, or maybe those that are trying to reignite the passion, 505-309-0502, and that's where you become a part of, of what you guys are doing at a very young age. And then um, in the cult world, this is called grooming van. Yes, it is. Oh. Yes, and then they will groom you wow. into a full-blown aardvark. I'm well aware. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've never been to well aware. It's next to New Hampshire. Yes. Ah, sounds nice. Yes. Sounds nice. Joel, Paul, thank you both so very much. When we get back, we get 15 short minutes until Robbie Rodriguez in the New Mexico Ballet joins us. Alice in Wonderland's coming to town in two weeks. Ooh. Get Ooh. the phones ready, 246-0610. Bet you I give away tickets. Get the ticks. You listen to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central from the ABQ Act Studio. Be right back. Welcome back to the program. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central from the ABQ Act Studio. Sounds good, doesn't it, Connor? I was going to say that was uh, it's really nice off the off yeah. the tongue there. You listen to us on ninety five point nine FM and AM six in the Sports Animal. We're going to have the New Mexico Ballet Company in at the top of the hour. That's going to be a lot of fun. They're doing Alice in Wonderland, so we're going to give you everything that is that that's going to be a fun conversation here at 8 a.m we're going to give away some ticks that's february 29th 6 p.m at the pope joy hall 246-0610 you put it in your phone now you save the number in your phone and whatever i said hey why don't you give us a call guy come check it out we're gonna give away some tickets then you just press call right away that's the trick it's a smart move you don't dial it every time big thank you to joel and paul they did so good Nailed it. Personality. Personality. Doing. What are you doing over there for breakfast? We got there. Well, you got me a cinnamon roll. I thought I was going to open it up and get like a burrito or something, but you got me a little sweet treat. Care about you. Oh, I care about you. So cute. 
Good week in sports. Honestly, we- I, honestly, I'm kind of glad that Paul's out of here. Couldn't handle it, huh? I couldn't handle it. Another segment of that beautiful, silky New Zealander voice. Isn't that incredible? Ooh. Ooh. Isn't that incredible, though? Like, we, you can go all over the world. And don't let my Midwestern non-regional dialect fool you. Sure. It's desirable. People yeah. yearn for it. All right. I like it. I'd trade it so freaking quick. Oh. Just a thick, beautiful okay. Kiwi accent. That's what we're doing today. Top five accents? Top five accents. All right. So the varsity, varsity. of accents, that's a good one. Can somebody beat the Kiwi accent? I doubt it. Rushmore. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be really tough. The varsity of accents. I'm in on that. That's a good one, man. You're welcome. You're investing in the program. I've done this before. You're doing so well. Are you doing as well as the NFL PA? Ooh-wee. How'd they get all the chips all of a sudden? I know, right? (laughs) Hey, and you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to break down, well, they play an extra game, then there could be more injuries, and they have one more game check and the TV deal. You know what? No one really cares. People talked about it all week. And he, you know what it is at the end? No one's opinion changed. Everyone either thinks they should or thinks they shouldn't. Right. Hey, and by the way, sports talk radio, not listener, the entity itself, the XFL does not suck. I don't understand how that has become the opinion of anyone. Yeah, you guys are super wrong. Could not be more wrong. And you're finally right, Fred, so I'm happy for you, too. It's a billion times entertaining. The rule changes are spot on. Spot on. The product. Excellent. Excellent. The way, right, and the, the players, duh, you don't pay them enough, but there's that. You're, you still got great talent on the field. You got personalities. Matt McGloin. Yeah. Interviewing Matt McGloin, telling me how everyone that he's surrounded by is incompetent and inferior as he plays in a JV football league. <laughs> that is brilliance. That is the pot calling the kettle black. All black. It's a New Zealand rugby team. I think it's brilliant all it's the way around. so good. It's the smartest thing I've ever seen. And then, so get, Oh, and Fox's broadcast, by the way, is like a top-tier NFL-level broadcast. It's got production. It's got effort. It's got enthusiasm. Now, the ESPN one's kind of a joke. Aw. They're not putting the effort in like Fox is. It's pretty above average. Well, it's above average. This is not watch ESPN. This is full-blown ESPN. My favorite thing about the XFL, and this is kind of a long con outlook. Taking a nap on Saturday afternoons when you watch it. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I can't wait to see what changes the nfl has coming because of the popularity of the xfl you say changes r.i.p tupac Uh, the nfl is going to adopt the xfl they're going to absorb it you think so like when the wwe bought the wcw they said all right well this is our thing now xfl didn't have a good enough product the first time oh gosh no too too glitchy too hokey and then the what is aaf what is that is that the one that Open for like three games and then crumbled last year. I is wouldn't. That right? I wouldn't know the answer to I, that. I, I that was the Alliance. Yeah, the Alliance. Yeah, not, AAF. Is that right? The Alliance the, American Football. The American. That's that's how unrelevant they were. Is that Ebersol? Remember their name? Is that Ebersol started that? Yeah, I don't know. Nah, that's nothing to me. That was just a money laundering scheme. It had to have been a money had laundering been. scheme. Yeah. Is Greg Robinson playing the AAF? You don't play anywhere anymore. Why did he take 157 pounds of pot marijuana through a checkpoint in El Paso? <laughs> pot marijuana? <laughs> Old man slow on his porch again. 
Here's a full-on confession to the listener. I've never smoked pot marijuana. I don't even know the draw of it. Well, it is a gateway drug, Fred. To Mexico through El Paso? <laughs> it's a gateway to Oreos and giggling. Ugh. As soon as, all right, as soon as Bernie says that I can, that's when I will. Well, the NFL says you can. That's super sweet. That's also Sorry, Josh in the new Gordon. CBA. Yeah, thanks for ruining Josh Gordon's life. That is that. So that's the that's the play there, right? Like, hey, we want you to play more games. We want to make money off you. We want to do this. Yeah. So what we'll do is we're going to let you smoke the green. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, we're super in on that. Actually, oh, hey, I'll make you a deal. You let you let the owners make a ton of money off having another game. You let a couple more teams in the playoffs, and we'll let you blaze some jazz cabbage. The varsity of marijuana nickname. (laughs) A little some Satan salad. Is that yeah? Talking about the devil's lettuce over there, guys. Devil's lettuce. Hanging out on that. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna play. They have to play one more game, sort of, because they don't play preseason. But some of them don't play preseason anyway, so it's not like that really matters. Right. Cool. Your practice squad. Your practice squad guys. They're gonna get paid more, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna give you another. Point and a half percent. They said, "Okay, well, what is that?" Right? Apple stock just fell. Really? Point and a half. That was like that was like three bucks. Hope they don't pay him in Apple stock. Okay, that's no big deal. But the big deal is when you're talking NFL money, a point and a half is five billion dollars. Right? Yeah, big money. That's not even an exaggeration. That's the real number. Five billion with a B. Maybe you just pay them in pounds of marijuana. <laughs> One hundred and fifty-seven pounds of marijuana, Fred. We got this guy, Greg Robinson. He can help you out. Why did he do that? I can't get over this. Didn't he learn from Nate Newton? You remember that? It's a sweet joke. Nate Newton got busted with two hundred and thirteen pounds of marijuana. Bailed himself out of jail. Got to pump them numbers. And then got caught with one hundred and seventy-five pounds. So, two weeks later. So he, in the course of two weeks, yeah. Had in his possession 400 total combined pounds. And if you add those two numbers together, that is his plane weight. Oh, my gosh. Ganja. That's what it's called. Ganja. Some people do call it that. I I don't. I did, though. I just did. I mean, but I don't. A little hippie heroin. Here's the thing that I don't get. Similar to cheating on your girlfriend, which we talked about last week. Uh Uh-huh. Escorting... Felony S charges worth of drugs has to be the greatest high in the world. Because people keep doing it. They keep doing it. Keep doing it. How do you keep risking it all? 20 years, Greg Robinson, former St. Louis Ram, former Cincinnati Bengal, I think. Like, how do you keep doing this? You just go to jail for the rest of your life. It's got to be so much fun. It has to be the most fun ever. It's got to be the best thing. Hey, I got this idea. He's made $30 million being a football player. And he just got busted with somewhere between a quarter million and half million a pot that's going to put him in jail. Unacceptable. For 20 years. It must be funner than combining all the water slides in the world. (laughs) What a good first hour. Yeah, killed it. I blinked. I missed it. It was that fast. It was that fun. When we get back, Robbie Rodriguez is going to be here. So what he is, she's the director of the New Mexico Ballet. Amanda Rohr is going to be here. And the lead of Alice. She's the lead. Ooh-wee. Amanda Rohr. So get ready to be blown away by talent. That'll be the first time listening to this show. Yeah.
You're listening to Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right. Fire them It starts right now on the Sports Animal. What is up, Burke? Welcome back to ABQ Central in the ABQ Act Studio, powered by the funnest place in town, Dave and Buster's. We're talking jazz cabbage before you went to break. Jazz cabbage? You never heard of that one, Connor? Can't say I have. A little jazz cabbage? No. <laughs> what about the devil's lettuce? You know that one? Oh, I know the devil's lettuce. You know that one? Satan salad? You know that one? Uh, no, I know the electric lettuce. Electric lettuce. That's a good one. Yeah, that, that's uh, exceeded all of all my knowledge, to we, be honest. I think in our last segment, we're going to do the Rushmore of sexy world accents. I'm all game for it. Uh, but to be honest, I think we really hit the top and the peak with the New Zealand accent. It's not fair. Mm-mm. No. It's like when you get hooked on the j- jazz cabbage <laughs> and somebody gives you, you know, a, a Snickers. Can't deny it. I would, I would like to do Rushmore of names for weed. Like I said, though, I've already exceeded mine. You, can you still keep going? Yeah, sure. That's crazy. I mean, you got the old school reefer. Reefer. It's a little dated. You ever heard that one? No. And funny enough, a guy I met was like, he said the word reefer in college. And I'm like, how old are you, dude? Yeah. Did he get a, a lid of reefer? I No. <laughs> I'm a big fan of non-traditional units of measurement. How about the green burrito? If you were to tell me like, hey, here's a, here's an amount of something I have. And, and I'm like, how much? You're like, oh, I don't know. You know, like... uh. Like a thumb's worth? You're like, what is What? Huh? Who has the same size thumb as me? This is that, isn't... That's probably like an official English measurement, though. Yeah. It's actually whenever you, you like you, you go to get a shot at the bar, and they pour it into a bowling ball thumb, and then you drink it from there. You're like, oh, that's a thumb's worth. Joining us now on the program, and thanks for bringing it back, Van. You're the best. Did you say it? For the, did, you enter, did you say it right? I said, I said it backwards. Say it again. The old switcheroo. Say, give it to me one time. Well, I said, welcome back to the ABQX studio. Ooh. Sponsored by... The most fun place in town, Dave and Buster's. Yeah. God, we're having so much fun with them. Yes. Joining us now, speaking of fun, my very good friend, Robbie Rodriguez, my best friend in ballet. <laughs> yeah, you look good at it. You shaved the beard. You look like a... I look like a child. I look like an infant right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, me no, too. Took shavesies. Yeah, a little shavesy, yeah, too. For you a little bit, too. I'm like... Oh, you feeling the burn? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about right now? We're talking about feeling the burn? Yeah. Maybe a different kind of burn, but you know. No, okay. <laughs> hi And then you have brought just the... Brightest little sparkle I've ever had in the studio. Amanda Rohr. Amanda, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's you, good to be here. You are a, a ballet. I am a ballet. <laughs> She's just all-encompassing <laughs> ballet. There we go. <laughs> We're talking about Alice in Wonderland one night only, Van. Ooh. You, you want to be exclusive? Who doesn't? I'm still talking about ballet. I'm talking, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. One night only at the Pope Joy Hall. That's February 29th. Um, and here's the neatest thing about February 29th. Ooh. It's so exclusive, they won't do this again for four years. I just realized that when you said that out loud. <laughs> it's a leap day joke, Connor. It's a... Oh, is, are we even one of those? 
Oh my God. Has Connor been alive long enough for a leap year yet? Connor, have you seen a leap year? Are I they saw like, the movie. Are they like cicadas? <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. I just... For the rest of the interview, I don't want you embarrassing me in front of Amanda. Oh, so, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. My Amanda Orr, for the rest of this, uh, we'll sit down. I'm going to call you Alice because you're in, you are Alice. I am Alice. That, that's the... That's the role in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I'm basically on stage the entire time getting to play this cute, adorable, curious, crazy character. One second. You got the cute part locked down already. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Connor, happy uh, very, very, very uh, unbirthday to you, by the way. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, solid reference there. Thank oh, you. Really mm-hmm. Connor, it's a story about a rabbit hole. Are you familiar with Alice in Wonderland? Oh, yeah. I saw uh, Johnny Depp, right? All right, we're just still so done with you. <laughs> uh, but, Robbie, you produce everything in town that's New Mexico Ballet Company. How did you guys decide upon this production? How did you, did the masses wanted it, and you said we're going to provide it? Or this was like, well, you know, we're not doing anything. It's this like- is uh, actually our third time with this show. Stop. Yeah, so we did a uh, first one oof, maybe about nine, ten years ago as like a half-act show. Um, and then about four years ago... Um, our former artistic director, Natalie Harris, re-envisioned it and set a full-length ballet um, with the Philharmonic this time. And so Philharmonic decided to bring it back this year, and what better than Leap Day for, like, the crazy tale of Alice. So this will be our, our third time. This time we kind of have expanded upon the show a little bit more, um, introduced a little more characters. We kind of draw from... Different stories. Um, Amanda is a huge, like, Alice in Wonderland aficionado, if you will. So she kind of helped with story development for it this time. Last time we based a lot of the show off of the, like, the Disney movie. This time she brought in, like, the literature context for it. And we kind of have blended some of the aspects of Through the Looking Glass and the Adventures in Wonderland and kind of picked parts that... Just for fun. So, Amanda, before you show me your Lewis Carroll tattoo, tell me, like, tell me, like, you fell in love with ballet at what, probably like five years old, right? Probably just like infancy. Yeah, pretty much. But also Alice in Wonderland. This is like a combination of of your two lifelong passions. Uh, actually, yes. Um, I was super lucky. Um, my mom took me to see Swan Lake like when I was four, and apparently I fell in love with ballet and had to be put into ballet. And my first year dancing in the studio um i got to play the role of little alice so when alice shrinks down and goes down the rabbit hole so i Aww. literally got to fly I can't handle this i can't handle how cute this is <laughs> which was really really cool like getting to fly in a fly system is a very unique experience and then getting to have that role at such a young age just kind of solidified my love for alice in wonderland when it's one night only it adds a level of of what magnetism right it adds a level of like what am i trying to say what's draw the stakes are high buddy thank you yeah so you're gonna go out there and you're gonna either kill it or it's gonna be a disaster and there's no way like there's no in the middle right (laughs) so how do you guys ensure that it's the best production you've ever put on like what is the preparation process what is the give me the story of everything you're doing up until the show well there's a lot um being that we just came off of Nutcracker, uh, so the planning starting planned, planning for the show started back in October. We kind of sat down um, and talked through plot points, things like that. Once a show director was set, Amanda and I were lucky enough to kind of get to be involved in the creative process with her. We went back to the old version and kind of picked apart what parts we wanted to keep, what we wanted to change, what we wanted to add to. 
um, and then got everything together so that first week in January, January 6th is when we started rehearsals. So we had an eight-week turnaround for this show um, from first rehearsal to show day. And it is, uh, you know, been stressful, very <laughs> physically demanding. So we practice as much as we can. Um, we have a cast of about 75 people. Oh, my gosh. I think If you think she's wow. cute, you have to come see our little hedgehog. <laughs> there is a croquet match between the Queen and Alice. And we have, I think they're like seven or eight uh, years old. Um, and we have two little dancers playing the hedgehogs in these like full fur costumes. And they roll around. And it is the cutest thing ever. It literally is the cutest thing ever. They're so adorable. Oh my gosh! So what what can I be expected to hear? Is it is it like the stuff that's iconically famous to me from like the film, or is it like is it a different interpretation? It's um most of the music. It's, it's all from classical composers. Yes. Um, and so when the ballet was originally put on, uh, David Felberg, the conductor with the New Mexico Philharmonic partnered with natalie harris our artistic director at the time and she's they, very nice yes <laughs> she uh, they together they created a score off of different music so we've got um the main chunk of the music comes from glazanoff's seasons um so it's got like a bunch of different crazy whimsical type sounding things there's smetna's the bartered bride i believe for you could literally say anything. And and you're I, like, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just a mixture of, of some really beautiful classical music that um, we were able to put together and create a wonderful sounding uh, score for this. Well, we know the music's going to be amazing. We know the performance is going to be amazing. Alice in Wonderland is a trippy world. What's a set design going to be like? So what's super awesome about our spring production is we have a projectionist come in. So all of the scenery that you see like the, on our backdrop is um, sourced from clip arts as well as um, actually our former artistic director is hand drawing a lot of the visuals that you'll see and then we have a projectionist come in and animate it all so that it's constantly moving and changing throughout the scene. So it's kind of like on top of the dancing feature and the live music, you also have this live projections moving around in the background to create like a whole movie type feel um, as you're watching. Amanda, don't call me Alice Rohr and Robbie Rodriguez from the New Mexico Ballet are live in studio. So, so we've painted the picture. There's now a picture you can see. But how do you see it? Like, where, where do I get my tickets? How, what, what do they cost? What, uh, I got a family of four, and, and I'm excited to go. How does that work? It, Pope Joy Hall, next weekend, one show only. You can purchase tickets through New Mexico Ballet Company.com. Mm -hmm. um, any UNM ticket outlet, so going down to Pope Joy or the ticket office an hour before the show, anytime this week. Uh, NMBC is actually also hosting a raffle um, through tomorrow. If you want to call over to the studio um, and purchase those, they come with uh, it's $5, no, $10 for one ticket. But you get two show tickets and a gift certificate to Zinc for the evening. Um, so, you know, like a nice $200 value for 10 bucks if you win it, I'm just saying. Oh, my goodness. That's a little something. We'll put that on the social medias. We'll do that for sure. So, it's next Saturday. Tickets are available. But I tell you what, I don't want the listener to wait. 
Can I give away two of them? Yes. Let me give away two of them, Robbie. Let's do it. God, thanks for only talking into that. All right. So we're giving away right. two to the New Mexico Ballet's, um, what, I don't want to call it a performance, production of Alice in Wonderland, and that's going to be at Pope Joy Hall next Saturday, a little leapier festivity. 246-0610, call the program if you want to see Alice in Wonderland. Maybe take that gal out for a nice little date, guys. Hmm. All right, you want to have a little dinner, guy? Did All you right. did you botch Valentine's? You got a little chance for a rebound, Got to make it up there, guy? You made some poor decisions there? She, <laughs> she said it wasn't important, and you believe that? Huh? <laughs> that's how you do it. So uh, 505-246-0610, we're going to give away some ticks to New Mexico Ballet. I will give that contact information to Robbie. Robbie will set you up at the will call. That'll be that'll be a whole the lines already ringing, so it's happening right now, which means we'll stretch the break. We'll stretch the break for a second cuz Connor's going to take that. Um give me more of your story, Amanda. Like I got a, I got an extra second here. What's the caller number? 1. I'm, oh, I'm one. not going to wait for anyone. I like, don't know. Well, there is kind of a lot of callers, but um <laughs> yeah, we'll see if I could talk Robbie into another set. So, uh, you're from here, Amanda. No, I'm actually from uh, Wenatchee, Washington, originally. Oh my gosh! What was that word? I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a cougar. I'm a wazoo. <gasps> Go cougs! Yeah, small world. Oh, awesome! Can't yeah, wait for our second date. Our entire family is from um, WSU. Yeah, there you go. Look at us. That's keeping, awesome. keeping so what? What brought you down to the desert? It was the 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 thriving ballet scene. Uh, no, uh, uh, my husband actually brought me down to New Mexico. Wah, wah for old Freddy. <laughs> but um, I was really fortunate. Once I got here, I instantly got to join New Mexico Valley Company, which is a truly wonderful experience. These people are great, and so, they welcome you like family. Uh, Connor, yes, Connor. I see that there's like 20 calls, yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we got a winner. We got a winner. Who is it? Who's the big guy? Now nah, we'll say their name later. We'll just get take down their name. I'll give it to Robbie. Gotcha. Congratulations to listener because they're going to have a wonderful little Every time you come in, you blow these phone lines up. People love what you're doing. If you didn't win, tickets are running between. Uh, I believe the base price is twenty two. Oh, it's. I mean, let's do it, guy. Steal. Yeah, let's get out there, guy. Let's Steel. go see the show. Amanda, Robbie, thank you both thank so you. very, very much. I'm excited to come see the show. We're going. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Van. I hit- am also a big Alice in Wonderland fan. Yay. Yeah, I, I know you like drugs. <laughs> yeah. When we get back, <laughs> we're going to break down uh, the world of sports. It's not, I'm, I'm not going to hype anything. We're doing the varsity of regional accents. Thank you again to the New Mexico Ballet, Robbie and Amanda. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, from live from the ABQ Act Studio, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ X studio. You'll listen to us on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It has been a banger of a program today. Man. You could easily equate today's banger of a program to trash cans in a Houston Astros stadium. <laughs> Bang twice for awesome show. From Connor during the break, multiple callers upset. I bet. Phone lines blew up. Truly. Set, set that record. Set that record. It's going to it, be a great show. Here's the thing every time we have the New Mexico Ballet Company come in. I just fall in love with people, like ballet performers. I just fall in love. How could you not? How could you not? Robbie Rodriguez is the nicest guy I have ever met. I've never met a nicer one. No. And he, like, do you know the work that goes into this stuff? The preparation? We're talking costumes and set design and music, and you got to get the venue and pick the date and figure out the perfect price point for tickets and know that you're going to end. 
a brilliant little mind. So, so he, I'm a fan of his, and I'm a fan of what he produces. And then meeting Amanda was just so wonderful. So we've had four of the best guests we maybe ever had, and we had them all in one day. We so he, he gave us a little uh, stat on his way out. What was that? That uh, dancing has recently took over as the most demanding, physically active job in America. Well, yeah, I've been to knockouts. Over, <laughs> over any other physical activity. Have you ever seen... Like a ballet dancer's toes? Yes, I have. Don't Google. All right, listen. If you're listening to the show. If you're into some weird stuff. Google it. Definitely Google it. Definitely Google. If you got a weak stomach. No. Pass. And I don't shame anyone's kink. Sure. But ballet dancer's toes, they're not human-esque. No. No. It's a, it's a whole other world. It's like, it's like if you had five thumbs on your toes. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying there, guy. All right, all right, all right. We are in the uh, golden age of just brazen lying and cheating. Oh, hey, by the way, Fred, 157 pounds okay. is 2,512 ounces. So that's 2,511 more ounces than is legal. How many, how many football fields tall is that? <laughs> I don't know. But it's a Conor McGregor's worth of marijuana. Gosh. Conor McGregor weighs in at a stout 157. Here's why I'm okay with the Houston Astros. Oh, tell me. They said we are cheaters. Sure. Look at how we cheated. We cheated so much that we became winners. Hashtag free Altuve. Altuve didn't cheat. Hashtag American politics. Hashtag everyone who's super successful in the world. Hashtag um, everyone right now is embracing cheating in all aspects of life. So you say you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, that if, kind of thing? This, I'm, did you ever see that movie American Hustle? Of course. I did not. But I assume it's about cheating because that's the American hustle right now. Uh-huh. Just go out there and make poor decisions, guy. Baseball has a rich history of cheating. But this is f- by far, well, not the most. The second most egregious offense in the history of baseball. To be fair. The only thing. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. The only reason I love it, though, is because culturally speaking, it is okay for every single person in every profession, personal, or otherwise relationship to just do whatever they want and say, this is fine. Fred, I know you're not a big reader. Ah, but if you've ever read or heard or watched anything about the history of America, ah, again, rich history of cheating here. How so? Pretty, man? pretty good at it, man. What do you mean, then? Pretty good at it. What are you trying to say now? Oh, you know, like just every everything ever. You dirty scoundrel! Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> uh huh. Not the greatest track record. Jonathan Lucroy says, "I'm going to change my signs up every single pitch. No, no one's ever going to from the Houston Astros catch me." Yes, they will. Yeah, I think yeah. that that dork that sits behind the camera for the Astros who can do a Rubik's Cube in three seconds can decode your signs, ah, John. We're talking of the Houston Connor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised. I am like, like it's thoughtful that you think I could solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> didn't go that far. I mean, it's just the glasses. We just assume you're yeah. really, 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 really smart. And your lack of a social life and obviously oh. questionable hygiene. There's a lot of things about you where we're like, is Connor the next big thing? And and we don't have to ask that question very long because... Really? No, we looked right at you. We figured it out quick. 
oh, thanks. I am going to be the next big thing? No. <laughs> no. Connor, aren't you glad you woke up so early on a Saturday to get berated? <laughs> you know what? Like, it's all good. It's nothing more than my roommates. It's okay. Uh, why, like, you call, like, why do you call your parents your roommates? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was living with my parents. Do you remember when you got into Sports Talk Radio and you're like, oh, I can't wait to wake up early and talk about position battles for the St. Louis Cardinals and how this up-and-coming second baseman might be an in-betweener of AA and AAA and the importance of, of hitting against the shift on 11% of Clayton Kersall pitches in the postseason? Do you remember when you were really excited about that life? I was also really excited about how uh, – well, I wasn't excited about how Jimmy Graham sucks for the Packers, and we won't drop him, and we're paying him $11 million to be an average football player. Connor, did you just drop a wee? <laughs> a what? You part of the Is, team now, Connor? both of our producers Packer backers? Is that how it feels over there? Well, frankly, Vitell is my only friend here when it comes to that because— Well, you don't have to say just here. Well, I am also a Packer backer, Connor. You might no. not have known this about me. Yeah, Man. true story. Truer story, you used we when talking about a team. Yeah. What yes. are you doing here? We're, dude, Packer pride. Here's the teams you can say we about. The Albuquerque Yardbarks. That's about That's it. What's up. That's the one that you're a part of. You're going to get beat up so bad. Will I? I'm By so who? excited. The Yardbarks. The Yardbarks? They're going to beat you up on the field because I'm going to get you out there. We're going out there. When's the last time you sweated? I sweated? Oh, well, last time I went to the gym... Two weeks ago. That, oh, okay. <laughs> right. that's, that's good. That's, that's good. a bad guy. No. Me and Van have been back at it every day. I you like know, what. That's what I had to do was go every day, but I just got to him now. I don't just wake up with Van on the weekends. That's a weird sentence. Mm. Uh, let me start. Mm. Go to the gym every day. Semantical. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how bad the Astros scandal is? Tell me, Van, how bad is the Astros scandal? The only thing that's worse in the history of baseball is when a team conspired with the mafia. All right. <laughs> it is the second worst thing that has ever happened. In the history of baseball. Maybe sports. And man. Eh, yeah, I don't know. What are you throwing in there? I don't know. I mean, uh, there's human trafficking. There's slavery. You know, there's reality television. <laughs> okay. First of all, I like my ratchet TV. I and know. I've, I've gotten rid of 90 Day Fiance. I've gotten rid of Rock of Love. I've gotten rid of um, season 16 through 22 of Survivor because the only ratchet TV I need now is the Houston Astros oh, so every good. night on television. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You know, little Le the Little League, what do you call it? World Series. No, Little oh. League Commission or whatever they are. Uh, sure. Has outlawed the, <laughs> the use of the name Astros. No. In <laughs> Little Leagues in California, New York, and Pennsylvania. The latter, not far from the home of Little League World Series in Williamsport, have decreed that their teams will not be nicknamed the Astros this season. <laughs> Too controversial. Then, and here's the thing that I don't get. Yeah. No one outside of managers and general managers have been punished. Not a right. single player. Right. Here's, here's your punishment. Uh, uh, hey, local boys and girls club. Uh, we're excited to bring to the brand new baseball field today, Jose Altuve, known cheater. That's the no, only no, no, punishment. Watch your, watch your mouth. <laughs> Jose Altuve is one of three people who did not cheat. Name the other two. That would be Josh Reddick. No. Okay. Your favorite player. And Tony Kemp. Listen, I really like Josh Hazaretic, but he's on a team full of cheaters where he knows everyone is cheating. 
He's in association with those cheaters. He's reaping the benefits of cheating. Side note, you can say Josh Reddick all day. Yes. No one bats an eye. Why would they? But if you say Josh Blue Wiener, it's a whole other thing. They lose their mind. It's not one. Yeah. But he's a cheater. The whole team cheated. The whole team cheated. Even the people who didn't participate in the program are still complicit. Yes. Yeah. If I know that there's a crime. The the pitchers are complicit. Are you familiar with enabling? Legendary snitch Mike Fires is complicit. He didn't say anything while it was going on. He didn't say anything when he was cashing them checks. He didn't say anything when he got his ring. But when we came woman scorn. Uh Uh-huh. When they broke up with him. They super broke up with him. Yes, they did. I'm not over it. No. No, this is amazing. Give me all you got. I want more to come out. I'm so sorry, Van. I'm so sorry. Go, please. I was just going to say, like, when did this happen? Like, two, three weeks ago, and we're still talking about it? No, months, Connor. The week after the World Series. Yeah. This has been going on since uh, November. I I just packed the Halloween decorations away. (laughs) Man, put yeah. that in perspective. Well, I, I didn't set anything up for Halloween. So oh, I, I feel you. Well, the opposite of feeling you. It's like I didn't do that. Right, that's, I mean, you don't have to get into semantics here. The point is, you get guys. Let's talk. All right, who's who's someone who recently cheated? Robinson Cano, right? Sure. So Robinson Cano, who's a cheater, makes it to the home run derby. He just gets booed out. In Kansas City. Just boot out. Or what about the new Astros cheater? The the kid that got, what is it, Valdez? Something like that? Uh, maybe. That sounds like a He got suspended for a whole season because he got busted for the second time taking steroids. Like, come on, Astros organization. Get it together. They all are the worst. And here's another interesting thing. There are 30 Major League Baseball teams. There are how many players that have gone through the Houston Astros system? Francis Martis. Right, that wasn't even close to what you said. What I said. The one you said was a, a Spanish conquistador who settled Midland Americas and 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 took over by storm. I'm talking a little little Ponce de Leon, little Ponce de Leon. Uh, I think, uh-huh. yeah. There are thirty Major League Baseball teams. Also, they, a great accent. All yes, super thick Spanish accent. You know it's going to be near so good. That's a medalist. And here's the thing about my varsity of accents. I'm going to really. Like lean towards English speaking ones because I wouldn't be able to tell. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I, can, I, don't, I can't do that inflection. 30 Major League Baseball teams and what they're going to do because of this cheating scandal. That and more on Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Acts studio on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Acts studio. Check us out on talkabq.com. That's where I want you to go to get the podcast to the program today. If you're not subscribed on the iTunes, you can. If you use the Stitcher app, we're uh-huh. there. I think we're on Spotify. I'd have to pull it up. SoundCloud. Definitely. SoundCloud. Wait, you know what? Just Google it. Yeah. Yeah, go to talkabq.com because uh, if you missed the fr- anything before right now, you missed two banger uh, two banger segments with the Albuquerque Artbarks. The best dudes. Currently, probably tuned in on their road trip down. To El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. Or New Mexico. I don't know where El Paso is. <laughs> Both. It's also in Mexico. So they're on their way there. That was tremendous. That's the first part of the show. So we had to wake up with high energy. And then the 8 a.m. spot, 
Brown, the New Mexico Ballet Company. Amanda, don't call me Alice. Roar. Robbie Rodriguez. And we gave away tickets to New Mex- Alice in Wonderland's presentation, New Mexico Ballet's presentation of Alice in Wonderland at Pope Joy in about 2.5 seconds. Get the family out. Go down to the ticket office. Don't, you know what? I'm not going to tell people not to buy it online. I get the convenience. But I am so oppo. Ticket fees and convenience fees and pricing. Because me, you, and our third best friend that doesn't work in radio all lost an hour of our lives trying to get Rage Against the Machine tickets Mm. in your hometown of Las Cruces. Broke my heart. Broke the three of us simultaneously hitting refresh. We all have the exact same credit card number. We are trying to do this thing. I'm about to get on my high horse because I forgot how fired up I was about this. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm going to be killing in the name of ticket fees. Mm. Mm. And I can't see Rage Against the Machine and my favorite in-person band... Run the Jewels. You've never seen Run the Jewels. I saw him at Sister. That's hieroglyphics. There's a different human beings. Really? At the, at the Sisters bar? Yep. You a Hyro fan? I thought we were talking about Run the Jewels. Oh, I saw Run the Jewels at Sister like seven years ago. Same. Yeah. When they weren't Run the Jewels yet. I saw them uh, like last summer. You did not, Fred. <laughs> Don't you bash my favorite hip-hop duo. There's like... Tw- Ticketmaster needs to figure it out. How many? What's the capacity of, of Pan American in Las Cruces? Yeah. It's like I, twenty thousand people. You can get twenty thousand people in an indoor venue. I really don't know what it is. I'm just saying a number. Uh, thirteen thousand. Thirteen k. They sold thirteen thousand tickets in, in like eight minutes. In eight minutes. Yeah. And we're just hey, we'll get a four pack there, and guy. The three of us will go. We'll have an extra one. Maybe we'll bring Connor, introduce him to manhood, take him on a boys' trip. But we got zero, zero. tickets. Two four six zero six ten. If you have tickets, but now you can't go, call me. Oh my god! And you know what? Blank check. Name a price. Hey, fourth wall stuff here. We work in radio. Uh-huh. Do you know how easy it is for me to call someone and be like, hey, it's Fred Slow from uh, 16 KNML. I'm thinking about coming down. I'm thinking about doing a thing. Maybe we'll hang out. Maybe I'll come and do a little feature. People say yes every time. Not to this event. Not to this. Not this. Tom Morello does not care about me. Well, he does. That's why they capped the tickets at 120. But scalpers, lo and behold, moments after, minutes after they sold out, $750 tickets. I feel about Tom Morello the way Kanye feels about George Bush. (laughs) I feel about Zach De La Rocha the way Kanye feels about Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Big shout out to the Santa Ana Star Center who put on a banger of event last Saturday. Me and friend of the show, Megan Penning, who we had on last week, went down and experienced uh, the ultimate fighting championship. Their cage side from Press Row had a had a ton of fun. They set the single-day record over there. Ooh. The UFC draws in Albuquerque. I can't give you an exact number. Some 600K or something. They brought in in one day. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. Big deal. They had 6,000 people in there just cheering. We've got a big UFC town. It was a excellent spotlight on Rio Rancho. An excellent spotlight. And then at the end, which by the way, wildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
if you haven't seen it, no spoilers here. But the winner of the main event says, I want you, John Jones, in John Jones's hometown, yeah. to John Jones's face. Because he was there watching. In front of 6,000 of John Jones's closest friends. And John Jones was probably there sober, making excellent decisions, because he's got a rich history of that. And he right. st- stood up, <laughs> did full Jesus pose, if you're a skateboarding fan. Yeah. Call it, we call it the bring it. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hit, and here he came with a steel chair. Because that's what it was. <laughs> it was as good as anything I had seen in person. I mean, less like actual cool things. It's not better than Garth Brooks. Let's talk about that later. Mm. Won't come back to it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm dead A serious. Uh-huh. The Star Center was in perfect form. The event from the UFC was outstanding. And then lastly, the city and its support, unmatched. That's a it's an A-plus for me, Van. City of Albuquerque, City of Rio Rancho, Santa Ana Stars. Put on a good show out there. Shout out to Matt and Alex. Yeah, general manager of the club over the, or the center, Matt Bollinger. Yeah. Their events manager, Alex Archuleta, good dudes. And then they said, how can we top the best thing we've ever done? All right, I got an idea, Van. Let's do the best thing we've ever done last Saturday. Okay. Wow, we got some momentum. No reason to let this thing cool off. You know what? Let's bring in the freaking Foo Fighters. Woo-wee. What? Fire. It's times like these. I'll be in the front row with my shirt off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, okay, noted. I thought he was going to finish the Yeah, there was video. more to that. Oh, no, no, no. That's it. That's it. No, 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 no. No? No? That's it? No follow-up. No joke. No. Just no shirt. Just no shirt. How many band t-shirts you got? I'm not a big band t-shirt guy. I'm not. So just a couple dozen? <laughs> I think the only one I have is Run the Jewels. Oh, from the time they were at Sister Bar. <laughs> Again, that was hieroglyphics. Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. So we couldn't get into Rage Against the Machine, Connor, but we're definitely going to the Foo Fighters. That's what's up. Yeah. That, yeah. Dave not- Grohl's fifth band or whatever. That, okay, so I would say second band, but two of three, and then in in the level of, it's the third best one. It's his second one. I think it's his best one. You think it's his say, best I, one? I think I like Foo Fighters more than Nirvana. I will say that controversial opinion. What? Yeah, I would agree with you. That's controversial. Kurt Cobain died the year you were born, right? In well, he was murdered. Why did you say died? You meant murdered. Well, I mean, if you just say die, it could be anything. Um, so Courtney Love has killed two people in her life, allegedly. One, Kurt Cobain. Two, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> These are the two people that she allegedly has killed. Oh, 94. I was way off. Oh, I knew when it was. That's pathetic. Kurt Cobain was dead four full years. I thought it was 96. Before, before uh, Ford released their best version of the Explorer, the 1998 Ford Explorer. It's a good take. Yeah. Hot take. When they rounded it. When they rounded it. They rounded the, it yeah. off. It's a way better look. Nirvana number one. Tenacious D2. Number two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Foo Fighters number three. What's the other Queens of the Stone Age? It, he had Queens of the Stone Age, I think, and I'm a big Queens fan. They're dope. Here's when I you know you recognize talent. Dave Grohl is giving an award at the MTV Music Video Awards, right? He's giving an award for 
best whatever, video of the year or whatever. And he walks out, and the little scroll underneath his name says, Dave Grohl, director. It's big. You're a rock star, dog. You so good, you can pick what you're identified as. When people say Fred Slow, they say, oh, Fred Slow, he's tall. Well, I didn't get to pick that one. <laughs> they say, oh, Van Nunley, he's a jerk. Uh, how dare you? Well, I'm only talking to your family. Oh, okay. Well, they know better. They know. We've got 15 minutes left of the program. When we get back, the varsity of regional accents. I'm stoked for this one. I am also stoked for this one. We could do two. Me too, to be honest. You want to squeeze two in? All right, so Connor just dropped a me too joke, and you missed it because I oh, made the wine. Oh, dude, stick. I'm yeah, sorry. That's not bad. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll do two of them. Street names for weed <laughs> and regional accents. It's Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Axe Studio on 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. Fred, this is not Run the Jewels either. <laughs> Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Axe Studio. ABQAxe.com. Go there. You can book your time. Book your. It's not a T time, I guess, an axe. It's a X time. <laughs> or an L. You want to pick out a day this week where we go? Oh, you want to go out? Yeah. Have go. a little fun? Let's go. Yeah. I'm gonna... All right. So I wasn't available last time you went. I was pretty bummed out. I had so much fun. I got a bunch a of stuff. Time. I, I'll put a little something on the social media, but let's do that. So follow us at TalkABQ, and we're going to see if Connor can throw an axe. This is the plan for the week. So we're going to get Connor out. <laughs> We're going to see if Connor can throw an axe at ABQ Axe. What weeknight you free, What weeknight you free, guy? Uh, you know, this is, a little behind, this, is, this is behind the curtain stuff. So we're going to pick a date. Okay. But you follow us on Talk ABQ. Come throw some axes with this guy. Yeah. Now we're going to we'll let, we'll let you know when and where. Yeah, we're going to get down. We're going to get out there. Put you in an eight-week league. they got eight-week leagues out there. I don't know if you know this about me, Fred. Yeah, what do I know about you, man? But I am from Carlsbad, New Mexico. Oh, so you said. Which is basically West Texas. I think Carlsbad's more Texas than New Mexico. Fair. Yeah. And a lot of people there would be upset that I said that. Mm. But I said that. You did. And we have a very uh, rural country vibe down there. And one thing we would do in the summertime is go out and throw axes. There you go. So I don't even need to sign the waiver. That's okay. I don't even need, I don't even need lessons. This, y- your boy's got it this already. Ar- this arrogance will be your demise. $15 per person per hour during the week over at ABQX, and then $20 per person per hour Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it's a steal. It's a steal. They they have the axe. They have the board. And then afterwards, swing over to Dave and Buster's. Maybe we do it on Wednesday. It's half-price game night. Is that what it is? That is what it is. Their bar is top tier. Their happy hour, you can mix drinks like three bucks. Oh, yeah. It, it's so good. That's all, how I spent my New Year's. There you go. Hey. All nice. the TVs. All the TVs. We're doing our varsity of regional accents. Okay, are you ready, Van? The varsity Let's do it. of regional accents. Right after we think Rob Portnoy, who had us out to the Lobos game earlier this week, when the Lobos tough loss to the hated Nevada whatevers. You know, I got a thought, Fred. What's the thought? This might be my first one. It feels kind of weird. All right, I'm going to handle this. So, we went to the game. We went to the game. In the beautiful pit. Filled out. You know, here, sidebar. Albuquerque doesn't know how good they have it. 
the pit is such an amazing arena. Unique. So good. You're right on top of the game there. But Albuquerque came out in full force to boo ex-Lobo coach Steve Alford and his cohort, also ex-Lobo coach Craig Neal. And I don't get it. See, I don't get it. Because the Wolf Pack... So all, all you're going to do okay. when you boo your old coach is make your new coach jealous. Oh, because you still love your old coach? Yeah. Yeah, oh. you, love, you, love your old, you love your old coach so much. Hot take. It invokes emotion, and you have to express that emotion. Ah, yes, the Freudian read. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. You see? It's kind of like you and, you and your girlfriend. Sure. All right, uh, you're, you're having a nice fancy dinner at uh, the Chili's. Okay. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, and this is the proverbial girlfriend. This this is me, not me, me, the listener. Yes, exactly. Okay. The royal you. Yes. Okay. You're having a nice little fancy steak dinner at the Chili's with your girlfriend. Sure. And then happenstance, mm-hmm. your old girlfriend walks in. Your old girlfriend, Steve Alford. You don't start booing her. <laughs> You're going to make your new girlfriend jealous and mad. Mm-hmm. It should just be over. Just break up with him. What Albuquerque should have done is stone cold silence. Oh, like pulled up the newspaper kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. Yes. No clapping, no booing. No. Just crickets. You just hear a toe tap. Uh-huh. And you hear his, little, his, his uh, cap toe Oxford's coming out. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. To a completely silent stadium. It was a deafening boo. That's what they should have done. It was a deafening boo. But it was a loud-ass boo. It was so loud. People. But I get it. I get it. They came ready to boo. Yeah. I mean, he left for UCLA. After signing. Yeah. It was only only a 10-year contract. Yeah. I mean, if my girlfriend left me for Brad Pitt, I'd be like, yeah, okay. It's about leverage. Sure. I get it. I get it. And here's why New Mexico comes out ahead. UCLA paid them for him. He said, oh, we got him out of that 10-year contract there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the real part. We lost Bryce Alford. Yeah. Wah, wah. That's, that's, the, that's the killer. When did that happen? How many years ago? Three or four? Yeah. It's been that long? Not that long. Didn't hang at UCLA very yeah, long. Yeah, I wouldn't at UCLA <laughs> very long. That's what wasn't that long. Regional accent. Okay, who you got? All right, so this is the varsity of regional accents. All right, we had the front of Rushmore, the gold medalist, sitting in our studio. You think the Kiwi of New Zealand? The Kiwi of New Zealand is the best accent in the world. I'm going to expand it a little bit. I'm going to call that Oceana, okay? Okay. So I'm going to say, like, the New Zealand, Australian, like, Norfolk Island kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I think, no, uh, you think it's strictly New Zealand? Yeah, New yeah, Zealand. New Zealand and Australia are different. How so? That's like a uh, crikey. Australia is like New Zealand's uh, Mississippi. If I were to go, if I was man on the street right now, okay, and I said to passerby, I said, "Hey, do your best New Zealand accent." They say, "You call that a knife?" Oh, that would be Australian. Right, because they don't know what a New Zealand accent is. And that's why I'm telling you the Australian accent trumps it. Easily replaceable. You think uh, it's more prolific. Yes. So it's, nah. New Zealand is like more understated and smooth. It has tenure, yeah. the New Zealand accent. Yeah, I get it. It's slow-brewed coffee. I don't like instant coffee. Uh-huh. But like people, 
I don't think it's as popular as the Australian accent. That's the whole point I'm trying to get to. Well, I think, yeah, like I just said, like, Australian's more prolific. You see more Australian stuff. Mm-hmm. It's bigger. There's more people. New Zealand's a little more closed. So it's on the list. New Zealand's on the list. Yeah. All right, so that's about... So. I, that's, it's the winner. All right, how do you feel about, like, South African? It's good. It's really it's, good. It's, it's like, interesting. Yeah. It's... I'm the captain now. <laughs> that's well, like every once that's in a while, Ethiopia. Oh, that's close enough that's too. Very close. Regionally speaking, I don't know the country well. Continent. Africa is huge. The South African English accent is strong. It's very Le- good. Leonardo DiCaprio and Blood Diamond. That is a de- friend of the friend of the show, friend in real life, Dion. That's his vote. The South African on the text line. Oh, did he vote that? Yep. And ironic that Dion would vote that because he's from the British Isles. Yeah. When I say British Isle, people say, is that how you say that? But if a British guy or a Scottish guy or a a, a Welch guy or, or a, did I already say Scottish? Like, if they say Isles, it just fits. It just works. Right. It's a beautiful, I'm putting the British Isles on the varsity. Well, see, just like Australia and New Zealand, I think there's a big difference in between English, Scottish, and Irish. I can tell the inflection immediately. The Irish one's the best one. I agree. I agree. It's more jovial. Yes. If Conor McGregor didn't speak Irish, he wouldn't be what he is. It's half of his shtick. It's yes. Yeah. I agree. All right. So, I'm, can I put Irish on the varsity of, of regional accent? I would say so. Okay. Just because Conor McGregor would be just a guy selling kind of all right whiskey without <laughs> it. I haven't tried it yet, but also is it proper, Connor? Ooh. To be honest, I'm not too much of a whiskey connoisseur. To be honest, it doesn't go the same, Connor. It's, you, no one says to be honest. They don't. It's to be fair. It's okay. Yeah. Figure, listen to the show. Figure it out. All right, we're gonna keep hammering that nail. Far East English. So I'm talking like Hong Kong. I'm talking like. Japan. I'm okay. talking like like Bruce Lee kind of stuff. People, oh, Bruce Lee. You know what I'm talking oh, about here? Dude, Bruce Lee, when he speaks in English, is so beautiful. It's so good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I got, I, okay. So is that on the varsity or not? Man, maybe. Are you doing only in English? Well, I don't know any other languages. Uh, okay, well, that's like, fine. I would say Spanish, but they also have a lisp, like in Spain. They say, oh, they go, Barcelona. Of, yeah, the, and instead of saying <laughs> corazón, they go corazón. And yes, yeah, that's a Castilian. It's a Castilian accent. If you'd like to see me melt, a, a pretty Colombian girl speaking English, yes, cannot hang. That's where I was going to go, South American. That's where it is. Yeah, that's yep. that's that's a medalist for sure. When you're right, you're right, Ben. Or was that Fredo? No, that's me. Yeah, but it's also I'm, consensus. I'm the right one, Connor. I know you haven't been doing this long, but I'm the one who's always right. So the varsity of regionals we have New Zealand. We have New Zealand for sure. Yeah, the Irish accent. And you you want to throw like something South like American? I think it's on there too. South American. For what, sure. Do we miss any of them? Was it just the three? The f- French is good. You know, yes, it's yeah. so good. All right. Well, I tell you what. I like I like Russian. I love when Russian people speak English. Beautiful. I agree too. Yeah. All right. Yep. I tell you what. This world is a beautiful place, and everyone who lives in it speaks beautifully. Aww. I like that.
This is a really good, really good program today, Except guys. Except for the Polish. You sound ridiculous. Thank you to the New Mexico Ballet Company. Thank you to the Albuquerque Yardbarks. Thank you to Dave & Busters, our, our brand new title presenter here on the Ooh, program. Wee. Albuquerque Axe, thank you for being you. Check our social media. Everything is at TalkABQ. We're going to be at Albuquerque Axe this week. And then we're going to have a beer afterwards at the Dave & Busters. Mm. So it's going to be a fun little night. It's a good one. Yeah. Good night. Connor, any final words? Uh, thank you, and uh, I love you. Aww. Aww. A heartfelt little moment. Yeah. Melting over here. My goodness. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.